Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, we are back again for another episode of The Moments That Made Me with me, your host, Roxina Fusi. I am so looking forward to introducing this week's guest, the absolutely beautiful Pixie Lot. Pixie is a singer, songwriter and judge on The Voice Kids UK. I have followed Pixie for years on social media. I am absolutely obsessed with her style and she is one of those people that has the most genuine and glowing smile that can't help but make you smile too when you see it. So I am so looking forward to having her here today to hear her three defining moments. Hello, Pixie. Oh, that was so lovely, that intro. Thank you, Roxy. (laughs) Hello. I'm literally, I love seeing your stories pop up on my feed. You're just always smiling. Oh, thank you. I love your your stories. I guess Uh I say I haven't seen you for a long time, but I feel like I have because I see all your updates and I love it. I know. That is the beauty of social media. I do love I do love being able to keep up with people. Yeah, definitely. I also want to say, like, I've I've noticed, like, on your Instagram, you've gone into more like wellness and manifesting and stuff. Yeah, which I love, and that is so <gasps> up my street. I'm like so into all of that. So I love all those posts and everything that you talk about. It's honestly changed my life since I learned to manifest. That's so cool. When did you learn to? When did that start? So it was like. I was at like rock bottom and my friend sent me this podcast to listen to about manifesting and then I started researching everything I could about like how to actually manifest Mm. and really if you think all philosophers and thinkers they're all saying the same thing but they just say it in different ways so it's just finding people that kind of speak to you the best that Mm. you can like understand it so then I Mm -hmm. curated my own seven steps to manifesting to make it really like simple and easy for people to understand like how because it's not just like thinking what you want and then it happening it goes way deeper than that so yeah Yeah. so anyway then everything changed oh I'd love to I'm definitely going to do the next workshop that you do Mm. Um, because I've yeah I've done like little workshops and little um courses and stuff um, have you yeah I love it (laughs) oh my god I love that I feel like it's becoming like a thing now yeah yeah like people are more open to it Yes, yeah, definitely. Well, I'll, def- I'll send you the details straight after this. I'll just send Thank you the login you. link and then, yeah, come. Yay. Thank you, Roxy. Looking forward to that. I love that. It's so, do you know what? I think I, I always really love hearing people who I wouldn't expect or like know, because like, I think it's still quite a new thing. So when I hear someone being like, oh, I'm really into manifesting or I've just started learning about it, I get so excited. 
Yeah, me too. I like, um, I just love talking about it because I feel like it's just, it can it can only be positive, can't it? So it just feels feels good talking about it, doing it, like researching about it. Definitely. Even like this morning I was, I was watching, well, actually like half an hour ago, I was in my living room watching this morning. Yeah. And, um... I've just come across this guy from being on this mo- from him being on this morning called Paul McKenna. Have you heard of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's amazing. He's like a happiness guy, isn't yeah. he? And just what he was talking about, it's just like it just speaks to me so much. It's just brilliant. I love that. I think it's just like learning, isn't it? And then you yeah, learn a new technique and you're like, oh, that's like uncovered something massive. Yeah. But do you feel like you've you've used it and it and it has Oh my worked. god. Like I honestly manifest absolutely anything that I want. And how how long does it take usually? Now, I mean, I manifested my new house in like six days. No. Yeah, yeah, and I'm moving next week. Oh, like, six days. Yeah, yeah. When do you when you understand like actually how to manifest, you can you honestly can draw in anything that you want immediately. It's has incredible. It, has it ever not worked? No, because when. The only reason it wouldn't work is if okay. So step one to um, <laughs> step one to manifesting is basically removing all fear and doubt. Yeah. So the reason that we don't have things in our life that we want, it's usually stem. It all stems from our subconscious beliefs about what we think we deserve. Mm-hmm. So if we're not calling something in or drawing something to us, it's because our subconscious doesn't believe that we deserve it. So if you're not if something's not working it's because you're being blocked in some way by your own subconscious by fear by doubt so if something wasn't happening you would just go back to it and go okay right I need to overcome this block or I need to practice more gratitude without caveats or I need to use one of these other steps and then once you've mastered them all you're like you're in you got it so if if it's never if it's ever sorry not worked have yeah. you said to yourself oh i must have like a fear deep rooted about this exactly yeah yeah of. yeah i'll do it for, so i really really wanted to be in vogue i wanted yeah. to be featured on vogue talking about manifesting this was like yeah. for me the like pinnacle yeah and but i had this massive doubt like i'm not worthy of that there's no way it won't happen and then I was like, okay, I needed to, um, actually Georgia Toffolo sent me these like healing frequencies and she was like, you should Ooh. listen to these. So I started listening to them and what I did. healing frequencies? It's like, basically there's this type of music that like basically changes the vibration of your atoms, which is like healing, which is man. It's sort of like those sound bowls. Kind of, yeah. It's the same. It's the same idea, basically. That they yeah. exactly because music is so powerful. Um, yeah, and it does change like the the vibration of our cells and our atoms, which is where, which is how we can raise our vibration. Yeah. So I started listening to them, and I did my own steps and overcame the fear and the doubt, and then and stepped outside my comfort zone and emailed the um online editor and i was like if you're ever writing a piece of manifesting please can i be in it and she was like i just commissioned it yesterday and it's being handed in tomorrow let me get you in touch with the writer and you can be part of it and i was like oh just like perfect yeah and the timing was like spot on and so it's always a reminder of how powerful manifesting is Oh, I just love it. It's so magical, don't you think? It is. I always say it is magic and we're all the magicians. Yeah, that's so cool. Do you feel like you've got to a place now where you've strengthened it and 
um, you can release the doubt, like, or is yeah. it harder with some things? No, definitely. It's just like there, especially because once you, you know, part of well, the seventh step of my seven step guide is trust in the universe. And that comes mm. with the more that you manifest, the more trust that you have, the more trust mm. that you have, the more easily you're able to do it and kind of let things go and know that they'll come to you. Yeah. So... Oh my god! I could honestly talk about this all day. So cool. I'm sorry. It's like I'm I'm like um, asking you all the questions, and I'm so fascinated about it. Oh, I love it. Okay, <laughs> so Pixie, I'm yeah. dying to hear what is your first defining moment. Ooh, um, it is hard because I've, got, I've just got to like think way back when. If I could say my first, I mean. Um, Obviously, I'm like a, obsessed with music and I love performing. Mm. I love writing, um, singing, anything to do with music. But that's sort of been there my whole life. Yeah. Um, so I can't really think of like a time when I was like, oh, this is clicked. This is what mm -hmm. I want to do. Because it's sort of, I feel like it. I can't remember that because it's always been there. There's like home videos of me when I'm about three years old. And... Um, I'm singing for like the family party. There's a oh, video I'm singing Don't oh Be a Stranger God. by Dina Carroll. I don't know if you know that song. And um, yeah, I was only three and I, I loved it from then. And I was just, I've just been doing it ever since really. And now I'm 29. So been singing a while. And wow. um, yeah, I don't know what would be the, the defining moment that got me into it. I just used to sing everywhere to the radio, wind, wind my brother up in the car. <laughs> um, but I guess like when I sort of took it more, um, you know, I, I guess wanted to have it as a career. I guess I went to a, a performing arts school for year seven when I was 11 mm. um, in London. And I learned loads from, from going there. Um, and then I think probably, um, when I found my first like music manager and I signed my record deal, I was about 14, 15, 14 with the manager, 15 with the record label. Um, and I think That's that so probably young. was the time when I was like, maybe something could actually, you know, come from. I could actually do this properly but I sort of I guess I always knew I would go into music just because I lived and breathed it. I just didn't really see any other yeah option so I mean 14 15 is super young to be signing and at that point were you like how were your family ar around that kind of moment because they must have known I mean as a 14 year old are you aware of like what will happen if you become famous or if you actually become a pop star um, whereas I think your parents probably were more able to see what that would do and how were they and all of that I guess I um, I didn't really think of it like that I just knew that I just loved it so much and I just wanted to I used to basically from, you know, finding that the music manager, when I was that age, I used to um, scroll through the news, like it was the stage newspaper mm. and um, online I used to try and find my own auditions and I used to just go to all these auditions, get my mum and dad to take me to them. And um, yeah, then I, th that's how I found my my first manager. He actually, the, the ad in the newspaper was like looking for the next pop diva um aged 16 
plus, but I was only 14. So when I auditioned, I had to write on the thing that I was 16. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, And then really from there, I just sort of met more people, wrote more songs, um, started to develop like the writing side. And I didn't really think of like the future of what was going to happen because I think, you know, it's when you find a manager or a record label, it still doesn't mean, you know, 100%. There's still loads more work you can do and there's still a small percent that um, can break through so I think there's still a lot more to go it wasn't until like because I did my single didn't come out till I was 18 um, and I'd been writing that album for like four years oh, wow um, so even like um, from the outside it, it probably looks like you know it was a quick and I was 18 and I put it out I was, I was actually behind the scenes working on it for a while and I was getting frustrated because I just wanted it to be out and I thought yeah. I was so ready at 14 obviously and I'm pleased I was 18 when it came out um but that was the contrast because once it did get released then it all sort of went really really fast and it was like a bit of a whirlwind whereas before it was slow then because I'm I am like fascinated by whirlwind experiences (laughs) because also I think you make a really good point there by the way about people thinking that things happen really quickly because I think people do forget how much hard work goes on before those big moments and I think it's really good for anyone listening who's trying to get to a particular place to know that actually it does take time it does take hard work and even as 14 you had so I mean to be going out and finding your own auditions and stuff that's like Mm -hmm. commitment you Mm. know and really stepping outside the box and doing whatever you can for yourself which I love yeah I guess like at that age I used to watch um and I still would now if it was on the on the telly but um on MTV they did these like rise and rise of stories of like Christine Aguilera and Britney and they were always super young like when the when they started making their albums and I was like wow it's possible like people do start really young so it sort of made me think oh I can look at uh, go and you know scour the internet and try and find auditions or anything and um but yeah it's definitely like you can't underestimate the there is a lot of hard work that goes into it and loads of ups and downs as in loads of mm. rejections loads of no's um then you get a yes then you get a no and it and it goes like um little baby steps i always had something like in the pipeline something i could like step the ladder up on and as long as i had that then i'd keep going no matter like how long it took yeah, I think that's a good way just to, to think of it in like baby steps and just to keep going. And I do think, I mean, you know, no's and rejections and stuff are just as valuable because they do teach you, um, you know, valuable lessons and mm. make you stronger. And, and then you just keep going. <laughs> that's so true. I love that. And that's, I think that's such an important message. I think learning to deal with rejection is one of the greatest things that we can do on any journey to yeah. achieving what we want to achieve. So tell me what happened. So you released your first single and you're 18. And I mean, it did, even I remember, it just kind of blew up and you were just immediately, you know, a star right and how do you deal with that kind of that fast-paced change um you know everything that you've worked so hard for to suddenly come into fruition um I think yeah it was a bit it it was a bit of a crazy time I think because it felt like it was you know so slow before and then once like you actually release 
you know the official single it um it just happened so fast and and the music business worked different back then because it was a a good 10 years ago and um mm. i yeah it was like it's like a week that you release it and on that week you wait to see if you like get the number one at the end of the week it doesn't work like that now it's like a long oh, a yeah. longer time um so i remember that week was just just a bit mad and i was obviously at, at my mum and dad's house and there was like photographers waiting outside <gasps> no um people trying to like I, on facebook like all my facebook friends they were getting messages from random people to to get stories or just oh like God. things that would never ha have happened i didn't even know sort of existed before yeah um and yeah then it was just but it was it was amazing fun like i i loved it all my best friends were with me at every show and we had we just had so much fun and um yeah obviously i'd like dreamed of you know the first time i'd make a music video for my first single um so it was amazing to you know to to actually experience it and, and was it just fun. so fun yes it was it was really really good fun um yeah i just felt super lucky that you know if you get to do something that you love as your job i think is just super lucky yeah it is it absolutely <laughs> is and i think in a way it's so funny we're talking about manifesting because actually quite a few of the things that you've said you did manifest it firstly the fact that you didn't see any other way you were just totally sort of tunnel visioned in the right way that that was just you just knew that you knew without doubt that you were meant to sing and perform and write and that's like absolutely firstly that's a big part of manifesting mm -hmm. and secondly one part is looking at expanders so looking at people that uh, make you believe things are possible mm -hmm. um and you what saying that you were watching like the rise and rise of is mm. exactly you doing that seeing that <laughs> it is possible so you you were already manifesting oh that's <laughs> so cool i love that because i obviously like I, I can't remember when i first heard about i know it was when i've uh, read the secret you know the the secret yeah. I think was the first time that i sort of was aware of it um but I think before that, throughout my life, I think I sort of did it without realizing or subconsciously. Totally. And then now I'm aware of it. Um, I guess I can do it with, I don't know, being aware of having purpose. Yeah. Well, what you can do is you can apply it to different areas of your life because you can see this is how I did it before and I already know it's possible. Mm -hmm. So now I can do the same thing in other areas, which is so yeah. great. That's why I say people about some people are like natural manifestors mm -hmm. and pe they're the people that people say like, oh, they're just lucky. But yeah. it's not really it's not actually luck. It's just that they have unwavering confidence in that area of their life. Yeah. So they might be really confident in their career, but then have none in their relationships. So they're not man able to manifest the perfect partner but they are right. their job or vice versa you know what i mean yeah so interesting um sorry i always everything comes back to manifesting so no, cool. <laughs> you've I, opened up a box <laughs> i love it i love it I um, about it for hours. so <laughs> what is your second defining moment second defining moment um Okay, I'm just like doing these off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. But I actually think um, 
I did a I did a play in 2016 mm. and it was pretty much for a year and um I was playing a you know different a different character every single day actually no that's a lie we had Sundays off did we do yeah so we did but we did eight shows a week wow. and then we had Sundays off um and it was a ma- an amazing experience like I learned so much the cast were incredible the director taught me so much gave me so much confidence and that was definitely a a, a turning point because I hadn't had as much experience in the acting side of things mm. um so he definitely helped me so much in that way and the tough thing about it was that um, the, the first act was super happy and very fabulous and glamorous. And the second act was very um, sad. And it was like very hard to do over and over again because mm. the more I did it, the more I felt it was real. Oh. <clears throat> and I did it over and over and over and over and over. And then by the end, I was just completely drained completely drained and I think it just it took me a while to get over it Mm. so like although like I learned so much and it was amazing and I and I would love to do it again when the time's right um it was just yeah it definitely took its toll and it was really hard for me to get over because of the the um the sad parts of the story I think because I was ending up sort of doing that more than I was being myself like in my downtime um so yeah that was like a a challenge but in a good way yeah absolutely because also I guess when you're on stage like that as well every day along with getting quite emotionally invested in the character there's so much adrenaline yeah and that's a real like that's a lot for the body to take on isn't it yeah definitely and I think like performing and doing shows I've I have done my whole life and that's I love absolutely love it I think it is my favorite thing to do (laughs) um sometimes it is hard though like afterwards I would come home and then just be in my flat like late at night when when whatever time it was I'd get back and it'd just be all so quiet and that contrast is such a it's such a big contrast. Massive. To explain. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I on I think it's fascinating because there's it's such a unique experience to go on stage to that many people and to do something that you love and that just lights you up. Mm. Um and yeah. then to you like you say to just come home and the quiet is it is just huge how do you sort of so you after doing that show for that year and feeling just understandably totally drained Mm. how did um how did you get through that how did you what were your kind of mechanisms or tools that you used I think because um again saying like the second act was so emotional Mm. I um and to get into that place, it would be with my thoughts. And that's where I sort of thought it was real. And like mm. we're talking about manifesting and your thoughts, um, my character went through some horrible situations. Mm. Um, so it sort of almost felt like I was getting over them, even though it wasn't me, but I wow. was going through them in the show. Um, and it just felt so real. So that was the tough part for me. Um, 
And I think that's where I stumbled across meditation. And I'm like, I, I don't know if you're a big meditator. Are yeah. you? Yeah, 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 I am. I absolutely love it. I didn't know that you were. That's amazing. Yeah, I absolutely love it and I think that's what sort of got me into it how did you start because I know I would I think you could really help people here because I think a lot of people think that meditation is if they have never done it they're Mm. kind of scared they don't know where to start or they're afraid of it so it'd be great to hear your journey of how you got into meditation yeah and I I really feel the benefits of it and I do try and spread the word and tell like all my friends and family I've got a couple of people onto it but I know it's each to their own and some people find their you know their solace in other things like exercise or or therapy or cooking I'm not sure um but I um yeah I just really love it and I think it I you can't this is what I say to my friends who are like oh my thoughts are everywhere I can't I can't do it. I don't think there's any way to do it wrong as long as you're yeah. you're you're sat there and you're for me like I'm I'm not an expert at all. I think I've probably been doing it for like 3 years maybe, 2 3 years. Mm-hmm. Um I use an app um and I love it. I do there's there's all different uh, meditations for e- everything. Literally there's um you know, morning ones or there's ones before a workout or before an event or one, uh, you know, if you're feeling stressed or one if you're uh, literally every situation you can go through, they've got different uh, meditations for it. And um, the reason I got into this app was because I was in LA and they've got, they do classes there. It's this studio called Unplug. Yeah. And they're 40 minutes long. And uh, you go in and it's like all day they have all different classes going on. And I remember like it said something like it's like the blow dry bar of meditation. Like you go in, you're feeling a bit ooh, and you come out feeling like so much better. And you just literally scoot in and scoot out. And it's so easy. But it's so love that. So calming. The teachers Mm. are amazing. I tried all different styles. There was like um, visualizing. There was... um, mantra there was breath work there's just like I tried them all because I did like the new customer two-week trial unlimited class <laughs> I love an unlimited trial <laughs> yeah and um, that's really when I found that studio that's when I really like sort of fell in love with it mm. and I'd go to the classes and then I'd go to the studio and write music afterwards and I just loved that routine and um yeah so then when I came back to London like they've got an app so that if they had a studio here I would go to that but um the app is fantastic I'm gonna absolutely love that (laughs) that is just gold and such good advice and I think you're so right in that um when people start meditating I think people really their judgment really comes out so they really judge themselves for not being able to quieten their thoughts but I always try and sort of remind people that it is it is like an exercise that you have to practice Mm. so I don't think anybody's really good at meditating the first time they do it you just practice so that when you do find yourself in a stressful situation you have that tool to always use yeah exactly it's like it's good to to I mean I wait I always like preach about it and sometimes I'm so irregular with it like I want to make sure I do it 
every day and it'd be great if it was the same time every day but it doesn't always work out that mm. way because um, I'm always rushing around or doing something yeah. late or something so um, but it is with an app it is easy just to like take it in the car even like for the taxi ride even if you literally do like five minutes or even two minutes I think without you realizing is it all adds up and it's all good and like I have days where I'm meditating and I've million thoughts come into my head and I just have to all you have to do is you like you acknowledge oh gosh I'm thinking about what I'm having for dinner later <laughs> oh gosh and then you think okay now go back to your breath or go back to the person's voice in your ear as long as you yeah. keep going back to either your breath or the the guides in your ear you can like veer off as many times because our brains naturally do that like mine does it all the time so it's just about bringing it back and um finding those moments of stillness and then if you do have a regular practice then if anything does hit you off guard or a challenge comes I feel like you can just handle it better Pixie I could not have put it better myself that was <laughs> so beautifully put thank Th you that's honestly amazing thank you so much I haven't we haven't really talked about meditating on the show yet and you you just Aww. said it so eloquently and really I think that will really help a lot of people so thank you so oh, much brilliant. thank you Roxy <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Baffled, a brand new podcast bringing you some amazing facts that are complete nonsense. Imagine the likes that, that would get on Instagram, you having a quick one up a lamppost on the moon, incredible. <laughs> so you basically <laughs> saying the reason the dinosaurs stopped living is because they all collectively made a decision to have no more children. Oh, they're talking, I think until 10 years ago, I, I still shared the bathwater that my parents were in. You can find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search for Baffled Amazing Facts. So we'll move on to what mm. is your third defining moment. Ooh. Okay, so third, I think I'm going to go for um, 
So um, at the moment, I'm just finishing off um, an album that I've been writing for the last few years. That's why I was over in LA a lot because I was doing most of it over there where I found the the meditation studio. And um, yeah, I just feel like it's been the most um, liberating because it's just so real and raw and honest. And it's like the music I've I've been wanting to do for a long time. Um, and I finally have gotten around to doing it. So it's just been, I'm just, yeah, I've loved every second of making it and I can't wait to put it out there. I love that. And what made you feel, because I think for a lot of people being sort of really open and raw is something that they find quite challenging. And Mm. have you found that you've transitioned like to that place where you can be more open with your music or talk to me about that a bit? Yeah, I feel like just because I've I've grown up and 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 been in in music for a while, I've learned so much, and um, I love I love doing so many different things, and um, I think one of my challenges is is like focusing on one thing and uh, staying true to that. I don't know if I'm making sense. But, yeah, yeah. Um, like this music to me feels like so authentically me and I feel like when you are completely authentic in your creative work then that's where the magic really happens oh, I, I literally <laughs> love you Pixie you're just spewing this wisdom oh, <laughs> I love it it's so true and again honestly like one of the big parts of manifesting is authenticity like that's, that's oh, how that's you crazy. draw things to you and you just said it exactly it's the ma- that's where the magic happens you yeah. see you are a manifester you're already there oh, <laughs> I just yeah I guess like I've I'm so I'm so happy that I'm at this point with like like writing but I um I feel like it's taken me a long time to actually sort of have the have the the guts to do it really mm. I think that's what it comes down to um but yeah yeah because how do you okay so as someone that's sort of in the public eye and you know that your music is going to be sort of heard by lots and lots of people and so your story is going to be heard by lots of people um how do you get to that place do you think that you can just go I'm just going to be authentic without the fear of judgment. Because I think that's what a lot of people, um, even if they're like anybody, fears, you know, the reason that they're not always their most authentic selves is because of that fear of judgment. So how, for you, is that something that you deal with? Um, That's a good question. Um, For fear of judgment. I don't know if that's something that I've... Oh, hmm. I need to think about it. I don't know if that's something I've focused on before, like that's fear amazing. of judgment. I think because, hmm, well, I've got to really think about this. But um, I love that. Like that's also that's also just pretty rare. But I think is that just because you are confident in like confident in who you are you know that you're not hurting anyone you know that you're a good person so then you don't have that worry I don't know um I'm sure I I'm sure I have in in some scenarios but I'm thinking of like do you mean like if I put out a new song 
for instance. Yeah, yeah. So, like, with anything, I guess, it's just worrying. Okay, so, for example, if you were to... If I was to write an article that was, like, really honest... Yeah. And then I would be thinking, oh, God, I hope people like it. I hope they don't judge me for what I'm saying. Because for me, Uh, I have a real fear around it. And so I would... uh, My thing used to be that I was, like, always really scared that I wouldn't be liked. Okay, so that was my thing. Mm -hmm. But... Mm -hmm. um, And so on a bigger scale of writing, like, songs, do you ever have that fear or... Is that something that within you because you're are you just able to be authentic without that worry? I think I'm um, I'm definitely someone who I've definitely say things and then I'm like, oh, gosh, did that? How did that come across? Like, did I say did I say the wrong thing? Did I say too much? Definitely felt like that. Loads of times. Um, But with songs, I feel like especially at the moment the, the the sort of climate of everything people are dropping songs all the time so you can put one out and then people are putting another one you can move on to the next song That's if you know what so i mean so true um this project feels different to me because it's like an album um it's a whole body of work it's the first time i've ever done an album that's like one consistent sound this this honest and real and and as authentic to myself so this one feels different like i I really hope that people my only hope for this music is that um people find some like solace in it as in as in they feel like oh my gosh i've been through that as well I, i just want them to relate to it or to help them in some way that would be like incredible um but yeah i think probably this more so than other stuff because um it feels like it's really me you know from my heart oh i love when's it coming out i don't know we're still finishing some bits off and i can't go back over there at the moment so yeah um, but we do we're making it work we're doing it remotely so i'm doing um recording vocals from my bedroom and doing it like oh sending God, over I and it's working that. so i think we will be able to finish it from me here and and them over there so that's cool well Good i old can't technology. wait to hear it thanks Roxy. and <laughs> i honestly i feel so you do have just a really amazing and it's so funny because I said that about your pictures that you're always smiling you make other people smile and Mm. I have honestly been smiling this whole conversation you do have (laughs) such an uplifting aura thank you so much but right back at you Roxy oh thanks Faye 100% you're so (laughs) lovely like when I know it's been a while since I've seen you in person but whenever I do you're always the loveliest oh thank you so much light up the room oh thank (laughs) you oh I have 10 quick fire questions for you okay okay number one is your most memorable book Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. So, Reese, oh no, this isn't quick fire. Sorry, but I'll, okay. I'll try and compare. <laughs> um, recently, I've bought, um, I started buying a lot of books, and this is awful because I buy them all and then just not read them at airports. <laughs> so, it's like my bag was so heavy of books, I, my friends would laugh at me because I'd bring them around with me everywhere and not read them. <laughs> But um, they are actually all along the lines of what we've been talking about. They're all like, um, uh, what's it called? How do, how do you explain that type of book? Self-help. Um, 
is it self-help that they're yeah. like you know on manifesting and and like authenticity and yeah and all that sort of stuff i'm trying to see if they're next to my bed here but no they're not um but yeah books along yeah along those lines yeah. i love a good self-help book anyway yeah. i think it's yeah. such a and also i don't know i prefer it to reading it on like a kindle or something but like having an actual book yeah me too definitely yeah um, i just i love that those style of books because you just you never know when you might find a little nugget that just makes you go wow yeah that's amazing totally like an epiphany <laughs> moment you're like yes yeah. that's it <laughs> um your favorite quote Oh, gosh. These are good questions. Okay, favorite quote. Okay, so there's one quote. Oh, actually, I do like the one that's like, um, everything everything you ever need is already inside of you. You know that, that phrase oh, where it's like, yes. it's, it's always been there all along. I love that. I love that too. And there's another one which inspired one of my new songs um which i'm gonna get for you by t.s Eliot. um it's actually a quote that's like opens one of the books that i read that i was talking about um that's where i first saw it the end of all our exploring will be to arrive where we started and know the place for the first time i love that yeah so my next question is, who is your most influential mentor? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I think I'm going to say my mum and dad. Can I oh, say two people? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Because <laughs> you're really close with your family, aren't you? Yes, yeah, we're super close family. Very lucky. And my mum and dad are just... They're so amazing and they're so different um, in in a great way. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I like to, to learn from both sides. Love that. <laughs> okay, your go-to feel-good film. Ooh. Ah, go-to feel-good film is going to be... Um, oh, God, there's so many good ones. <laughs> you can have a few. Oh, gosh, I can't think of one. We can come back to it. Yeah, let's come back to okay, it. Okay, <laughs> a moment where you felt most proud. I mean, just coming to, to my mind right now, um, every time I work on The Voice Kids, I get so proud oh. of how much they progress and how much they come on and the difference between their blind audition to how they end and the confidence that they build and that it is so sweet so proud oh <laughs> i love that that must honestly be so rewarding and like your heart was just burst watching them oh 100 <laughs> percent. yeah it really really does it uh, is to see like the transformation and like what they come away with and yeah it's it's amazing um a song that cheers you up oh I'm a big believer in like in the mornings, like getting my my beat speaker and blasting music out loud around the house. And um, I have loads of different playlists and they I guess they do tend to be more on the um, old school vibe. Yeah. So I, at the moment I'm listening to a lot of 70s 
70s stuff. Love. But did you say your favourite feel-good song? Just any song that cheers you up, something that someone can add on their playlist now. Actually, my um, all-time favourite that I've always just ever, ever said is Love Come Down by Evelyn King. It's actually an 80s song. Oh, um, I love but that yeah, I song. I used to have it as my ringtone when I was at school. <laughs> like, Oh, my God. Do you remember when songs were ringtones? I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Why great time. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, your top tip for dealing with stress? Top tip for dealing with stress is meditation and sleep as well so true sleep is so (laughs) underrated yeah um okay the first three things you do when you wake up oh you know terrible i want to say like um you know meditate or drink water (laughs) i definitely still do check my phone i need to change that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> First thing. I need to change it. Um, so three things. So I check my phone. Um, then I would probably go to the Wii. <laughs> yeah. And then I would probably, then I'd get my glass of water. And do your dance. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Your guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. Um, Mine's the Kardashians, put it that way. The Kardashians. Obsessed. I've, I I love morning TV, but I don't even think that's guilty. I'm just like proud of that. <laughs> yeah. I love when I have the morning and I can watch all of them. Like, good morning, Britain, the rain this morning. I love it. Love Do you it. know what? Actually, I think I might even t- take that out because, in fact, the last time I, I, when I was with Mo Gowda, I did an episode with him and he's like this incredible thinker. Like, he's like a genius. And wow. I was like, what's your guilty pleasure? And he was like, I'm not guilty about any of my pleasures. I'm like, that's a very good point. <laughs> that's true. That is true. <laughs> um, okay, one thing you'd like to achieve in the next year. My priority really would be getting this this music out because I Woo-hoo. can't wait to just perform it. And I hope that we'll be able to do festivals again properly oh, soon. I'm like, I can't wait. I'm going to come watch. I'm going to be front row. Yes. Like, woo. Yes, please do. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, um, I just hope that we can soon. Oh, God. It's so weird, the uncertainty of, like, not knowing. Yeah. Will I? Um, the first person you call to share good news. Um, it depends what the news is, but <laughs> it would be it would be my family and Ollie. Oh. If I could have them all on loudspeaker. All of them. Group group yeah. WhatsApp. Um yeah. okay, so we'll just go back to that last one, which is your go to feel good film. Um, go to feel good film. Okay. I'm gonna go with uh, I think I'm gonna say um oh, I do love Pretty Woman, and that is my mum's mm. favourite film. It's so it good. Does, it does make me so happy because I feel like I just love Julia Roberts. I feel like she's got such charisma, and like mm. her smile is just like—it's <gasps> unreal. And I just want to be her best friend. <laughs> I love that, and it is such. Do you know what? Actually, they always play it in the blow dry bars in LA that you just said. You know the dry, yes. the dry bars. The dry bar. They're always I love dry playing bar. it in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pixie, you have been such an amazing guest and it's honestly been so 
so incredible to be able to talk about manifesting and meditation and hear your journey and you are just a breath of fresh air so thank you so much i know we're thank all excited to hear your music Aww. and i can't wait to see you on the other side of this um, thank you so so much roxy honestly i loved that brilliant i could talk about this with you for ages <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 